For those who know what's right. For those wedded to the machines in their bedrooms, their studios, their best friend's garage or basement. For those who negotiate with the system every day to make time for the music that matters. For those who get in debt to fund the fight against the mundane. For those who stay true to their cause even in the face of income and fame through compromise. For those who feel the power of every beat. For those who keep their minds open. For those who encourage and support those pursuing their personal dream. For those who sacrifice relationships to make sure the music is heard. For those for which the music is a lifetime, not a pastime. This is Bass Agenda. 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 Agenda.
you doing? Welcome to Base Agenda episode 238. Got some seriously great stuff for you this month. First up in part one, we've got uh, a guest who was on the show about seven or eight years ago who probably needs very little introduction, and that is the amazing exact, what you might call top tier talent in the electro world and has been for some time. What really got my attention this time round was when he dropped me a line to say he'd done an album that was very different to what people might expect. And he's not wrong, but for those of you who know his stuff already, you'll be familiar with the very high standard of quality, the time, the effort, the passion that goes into making his music. So we're going to be talking about his forthcoming new album called Love Hurts. We're going to hear all the tracks, some of the stories behind the tracks, talk about the creative process behind this one, and much more besides... got a great guest mix from DJ Tiger from San Francisco. I'll tell you a little bit more about that later on. First up, we're going to hear a couple of tracks from Exact's new album and then get into the interview. Listen to me, what we do here, it's fucking essential. It's like oxygen. The world's dying of a thousand heart attacks. We... Heal them up. It's a goddamn public service what we do. It's not, it's not, that's the only reason to make music. music, music.
Yeah, no, really cool, man. And this this new album is fantastic. Um, I don't know if I told you, I do a lot of driving my, for my day job. So I've, I've, I've had this out. I've been through this album several times, man. And I'm still, nice. I'm still discovering bits. Um, awesome, dude. That's what it's all about. Absolutely, man. Yeah, no, and, and as you said, you know, I think you said on SoundCloud, you know, don't skip anything, which I fully respect. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying in this day and age. It's try. It's hard to do that. So when I made the when I made the album, um, it actually uh, was like a, quite a journey because it's actually like a it's actually like a branch off of the album that I was working on, mm. um, Evolved, which is uh, yeah. now now the album is actually called Emerge because I figured it was too close to evolved so mm -hmm. it's like um and also i was like evolved i i mentioned that right off the beginning because it like i said this album is derived from that original concept mm. and what did I, what ended up happening was i was finding myself making um you know songs with more vocals in it mm. just because um i feel a lot more confident in my production skills now that um going into different areas of the music and also um i'm gonna say this a lot freestyle for you know south florida mm, mm. freestyle um music was always a big part of my of my childhood yeah and so right. you know i kind of like took the electro bass sound and combined it with the freestyle sound and that's mm. what i wanted to explore with was doing more female vocals in particular mm, mm. so as i started to kind of have that it was just like a completely different sound than than um so evol evolved was always from the beginning it was like um evolved by the way i wasn't trying to copy the album or anything like that what what evolved to me is at that time is m my first album mm. i really uh you know started to uh figure out my production and also mm. in life like i just looked at my life at that time and a lot of the concepts were based off of real life things that happened Sure. so i wanted to emulate that i didn't want to make like club party tracks or whatever i wanted to actually make things that are like in my life things that are happening to me now and mm. it just so happens that love hurts the original song that i made it, it actually was following that concept of not anything in particular right then at that moment mm. but it did follow some things that were happening in my life in the in the past like and right. and things that were you know possibly happening with 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 my relationship but it wasn't like like a breakup thing or anything like that originally it was just right. kind of like putting the you know putting my thoughts onto the to the music sure. um it ended up being that you know through that journey some of the things i picked from like old relationships some of the things it's like actually about music it's not even about like a relationship so it's mm. it just kind of like had a, a umbrella of what was happening but it's not like um yeah, yeah. some of the things in particular are actually things that i've said to people and people have said to me and then right. some of the things are about my child like some of the like the mm. the one song um inside inside my dream mm. is that what it's called inside my dream <laughs> i hope that's you, what it's called we're in trouble if you don't know man because i'm so yeah, yeah, inside yeah, yeah my yeah. dream yeah inside yeah, my yeah. dream is like shoulder shoulder popping body rocking never stopping it's like about my mm. childhood like mm. getting into mm. electro music as a child like you know breakdancing yeah, but yeah. yeah i mean it does kind of follow something that happened in my life but it's also just like an uh uh just an encompassing thing that's about music 
love, mm. hurt. Yeah. You know, and also it's like love and hurt of the music. You know what I mean? Like, mm. yeah, <laughs> like yeah, electro yeah. music. Like, you know what I mean? Sometimes it's, you know, you love it, and sometimes not so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like a, a, mm. a little bit of everything. But then at the end, um, with my mastering uh, guy that I've worked with for 25 years with the album. Mm when we had the skeleton and I sent him the songs to master mm. and he was sending them back to me, mm. it made a really clear idea. And, and, and what we had to do is we redid everything to the highest level mm. for the album to go into each other. The songs that are the one songs following into the other song. Mm. I mean, it was intense, man. Like we took the, they, we took this album that it was like, uh, like a concept behind it and we like and I fully developed it into be almost like a story mm. like I would even change some of the arrangement of the song before into the next song because it was like you could hear okay this is dragging on a little too long let's have the vocal come back in right here mm. so it, that, that was an extreme like thing that I've never done with any of my albums to work with my mastering yeah. guy and because when he's mastering it I can hear all this stuff that I didn't hear Sure. And I'm just mixing it or whatever, you know. So yeah, and, yeah. and and also, Andy, I didn't get sick of the I didn't get sick of the music somehow because mm. I think it was just so fresh. I, I, and I had and and, uh, and something important about this, I had song. so much fun working on every song. Man, every yeah. song was just like a pleasure to work on. Um, yeah, I've never really had that. <laughs> Inside, inside my dream is uh, my favorite song. Okay. I don't know if I should say that, but it is. Um, and mm -hmm. the and the song and that song is basically explaining like, okay, the reason that you know I'm a hundred percent about my music and why I'm so in love with with the music that I do and 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 pushing the music is because when I was a child, I fell in love with that music and that feeling that I got when I was inside the skating ring listening to all the old classics clear and 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 craft work and all that stuff that mm. feeling i'm just trying to give back to that i'm just trying to give mm. that feeling back so mm. um you know my music is a the um um a tribute to that music sure. but also in my uh in my way and also mm. trying to modernize it and i think it's, it's as you say about the childhood thing and the you know the the the, the joy of all those old school experiences and that it's it's and then some of the other deeper emotional stuff you know it's relatable i think that's the good thing a lot of people people are going to be able to relate to well i would have thought almost everything on here yeah the um, vocals something to the effect of um freestyle body rocking mm. uh shoulder popping never stopping mm. synthesizers meant to show you inside my dream so mm. that's basically a, a line that's this will be one of the few songs where I tell you what it, what it's what's it meant to be, but yeah, yeah. showing you inside my dream through the music, and then I'm just saying like, come into you know, come to my into my world, 
mm-hmm. and let's you know explore this is mm-hmm. this is showing you what i am yeah and it's also like you know giving you something that you can kind of like lose yourself into the music and and and, and get lost with me and and it's like universe mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> electro universe Bryce Kelly and you're listening to Base Agenda.
don't think you could rearrange the tracks and it make the same amount of sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? You couldn't switch yes. track four and five. You couldn't switch yes. track three and one. There's a, there's a real... I can see what you're saying. I could, it comes across, man. There is a definite thought process. And, and I know people use this word journey about music and it's so fucking cliche, man. Yeah. But, but I can't think of a better word, man. It's, it's, it's definitely there. So you're what you're right. saying, what you're saying is, so so you 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 you've drawn on life experiences from life across from from childhood right to now, uh, and you've pieced it together in a way that that that, that takes people on on that ride. Um, what songs do what? I'm gonna leave to the listener, but at the end, mm. there is a possibility of us turning this into a movie. And the storyline of each song is very, um, very, very targeted and very like it follows a, a follows a story. Okay, this part is they're thinking about their relationship and, mm. uh, and and the person saying, "Do you remember this at this time of our relationship? Do you remember this? Do you see? Remember the photos? Yeah, on, on the wall. You know, mm. um, before we before we were just pictures on a telephone, mm. on a cell phone." Yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 then it's going all the way through, and yes, it did end up being uh, a story that, and and it, and it actually follows a timeline too. It's not just mm. like random songs thrown together. So that's why you're hearing. I, but the thing is, Andy, that's crazy. I didn't make the songs like that. I didn't make the songs like, okay, I'm gonna do this one. Now it's gonna be this thing. Some of them mm. I kind of made it into that thing. You know. Um, that's what I was going to ask you, man. Is 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 did, when you were putting this together? Did you sort of find there was a gap and have to make a track to fit to fit that, or did there it is. come together fairly kind of naturally? There, there is one song that I made in Spain. Okay. And uh, for now, I'm not going to say it's actually like a, a very well-known producer mm. that I made the song at their studio because okay. that was the when I found out the conclusion to the story. And it's not the last song either. I'll just I'll just throw that hint into there. Okay, man. It was a part of it that I was like a foreshadowing of mm. things uh, that were gonna be. It was a foreshadowing thing in the album of when I actually um, looked at it in the story of of things that were gonna happen in the end. In the mm. middle, there's a foreshadowing to let you know what the result is. <laughs> okay. Okay, um, man cryptic so yeah i love it but love but it. but andy this is the most fun i've ever had producing a series of songs together mm. I, I really got to say that um mm. part of the reason is that i started making music again a few years ago and the, when i took a little pause from exact mm. and i came back i said the number one thing for me to come back is i'm gonna have fun yeah, yeah. And I'm going to do things that I want to do. I'm going to try some new things with throwing in the freestyle, throwing in the girl vocals, because that's like not something you really have in electro. Uh, it's not commonplace no, not, to have not female vocals in an electro song or even no. have like a positive message in it, in it or you're saying talking mm. about love, you know, and at the end of the day, mm. this is an electro love album. Mm. At the end of the day, this is an electro love album. It has yeah. some ups. It has some downs, just like real love <laughs> yeah, yeah. and uh but man i just had a great time creatively That's good i just to hear, really man. enjoyed this album I, re I enjoyed every aspect of it even the end the tedious part of going through the and doing the mastering and everything yeah yeah that's really cool i mean that's really nice to hear man because 
it is it's it's a i mean it's obviously a quite deep experience not to say that you've not put something like that into your past stuff but there is this there's a lot more it feels it feels richer it feels richer somehow and i think the vocals really i'm a big fan of vocals in okay great in, in electronic music i i'd also say i've heard a lot of electronic music where the, the vocals completely fucking ruins it um, yeah 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 <laughs> and you've, you've not done that once man which is incredible i really appreciate that
what is it that's changed do you think that's made this one so much more enjoyable is it purely just the output or is it because it sounds like you've enjoyed the whole process has it just been a kind of a, a development in your in yourself personally or both both it's been both. that mm. that um you know my the last few years of my life uh i've gotten this kind of attitude that older and wiser um sure. i've tried to definitely improve myself in in relationships with friends mm. people in the music industry across mm. the board okay. um and better myself but also musically i just when i sit down to produce now it's just like i'm not really caught up on anything i don't get like writer's block it's like mm. You know, some of these songs, I made some of these songs, I made like three of these songs in a weekend. It was a matter of, it was a matter of developing the songs, but I have a lot of songs that aren't on the album that are, that are tracks that are going to be singles. And so, um, but yeah, the, the difference is the confidence that I have in my production, as far Mm. as like what I want to accomplish with my production, Mm. what I enjoy, um, so many different influences on this album but one of the main influences on this and you'll be interested to hear this because it's something that i've been saying to people Mm. but if you're familiar with the old label uh electrolux from frankfurt germany Mm. um electrolux uh was always like a like a very electro-ish uh down tempo very atmospheric very dubby Mm. um Mm. label and I always listened to that music and I always thought it to myself, man, imagine if you combine this music with like electro beats and, and bass. And mm. so yeah, that's yeah. like the the dubby kind of atmospheric, like really how the music just kind of like goes into different areas. It's a really heavy, heavy influence from that label mm. of music that I never really foresaw myself being able to produce just because of the the complicated layers and everything like that and then sure. like i said the the freestyle aspect of it of you know like when when i'm like chilling and, and or you're like hanging with your friends and you're having a, a few drinks or you know and somebody puts on a freestyle song or if you're at the club and you hear a freestyle song for me i'm like hell yeah because it's like yeah. it was fun reminds me of my childhood you know it was like got the skating ring and everything like that so yeah, yeah. like it's man feel, it's just feel good music man it but i didn't i didn't want to do it to the point where it sounds like a freestyle song like oh okay this is like a remake of some old school you know yeah. you copy the pattern you'd have the bass line come in and then it's like a happy melody and then hey girl you know the singing vocal i wanted to make it like a freestyle vibe but not like copy the freestyle um traditional production of it yeah, but yeah. I would say that, that and, and overall, the reason this album is different is because of the place that I'm at as a person mm. and, cool. and, and, and um, the growth that I've experienced over the years mm. and also the growth as a producer have kind of like met at this point. Yeah, yeah. So were you, I mean, you were saying about freestyle and not not copying production. So I guess that's kind of talking about this, this, the song structure in a way, isn't it? But I mean, the, these are songs in many ways. They're, yes. They're, and, and I know there's, there's a fine line between a song and a track. But I, yes. How did how did that come about, man? I mean, because I can guess some of your earlier stuff. Maybe you 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 were kind of came out of experimentation and you know trying to yeah. make the trying to make the biggest bang kind of thing. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but where does this stuff come from, man? Because that's obviously I'm assuming is there a slightly different process involved? I can tell you this. It's kind of like a. Um, it's gonna. It's gonna sound weird because it's kind of like um 
it doesn't it, i didn't make these tracks for the club but i did make these tracks for djs mm. does that make sense yeah, remember if you're, cool. if you're if you're okay so if you're if you're playing a song in the club a lot of times nowadays you're you're like you're playing bangers you're trying to blah 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 hmm. but if you're a dj from from the old school you used to like to have these records where you can do a lot of different stuff with it like it has like a real hmm. long journey and intro like i would use for an example underground resistance Mm. These these records were just like, like almost like a jam, you know. That would be mm. like, and it would it would be like you would have a sequence that you would think, in the modern way, it would like go into something else, but it mm. just keeps going. And for me, that's what I did it off of. I did it off of vibe, but I also made sure that I mm. wasn't like trying to cut something into something because I'm thinking it's getting boring or something, or because I have to make it for somebody playing it in a club but i'm also yeah. following a structure that if you're djing the music you still have like some meat on the bone so it's made for vinyl i guess is what that's mm. what i'm trying to say mm. these songs are made for a dj playing vinyl uh, that's mm. what i foresaw this entire time i'm thinking of this being put onto a record and yeah, those yeah. songs being on a record and that's what you're asking kind of like when I was very first making music, everything was about, I need to be on vinyl. I need to be mm. putting my music out on vinyl. Mm. Mm. Over the years, you got it to where I'm going to make this banger and I want the dance floor to get filled and people going crazy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I still, I mean, but I, but I want to be honest with you when I say exact, exact has always been to me, uh, the music has always given you that you're either going to listen to it in your car Mm. you're either going to listen to it at your house chilling but you can also play it in a club and you're going to move your ass so like mm -hmm. i try to always have that fine line with exact and so um with the with these tracks i tried to always make it like a solid beat and give you so where yeah. you can dance to it but you can also think and and lose yourself into the music as well how did you choose vocalists man because and i better clarify how many there are on here one female or one no female um ah so uh it's a range of things um so, some of the songs are specifically written by me the lyrics even mm -hmm. the female songs sure sure um sp specifically written for a particular uh situation like mm -hmm. written to somebody there's other ones where i found uh, a female vocalist that already had some content that actually fit what i was trying to say in it okay. and then there's um you know th three or four songs where i'm doing the vocoder uh mm. two of them three of them um all about me mm. erase the pain and she lifts or lift me up all those are mm, vocals okay. by me now i wanted to sprinkle that in there um traditionally like you know uh some of the exact stuff mm. has like a very clear exact vocal in it and i, I wanted to put that in there i definitely recognize yeah. that one i wanted to yeah. give i wanted to give a little uh vibe of that but i didn't want it to take it over i wanted to almost i i almost looked at this as like um like special appearances but i don't have the money to go hire <laughs> you know what i mean i go hire whoever singer or whatever so I was kind of yeah, looking yeah. at it like as a producer of, mm. you know, using using things of other artists and putting it in there and making it work. So yeah, yeah. I wanted to use different sources and different things. And mm. some, some of the people, um, I hired them on different websites, uh, you know, right. and, and then we right. you know, did the vocals, did 
multiple takes. I added stuff, took some stuff out. So it's, it's a multiple. The vocals yeah. are from many, many different sources. agenda.
there is one track I would like to talk about if 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 you're cool, and that's um, mainly because I think it's probably the, in a way, it, it's probably the, the the furthest away from what you're you're stereotypically known for, um, and that's "Tell Me More." Okay, it's incredibly, okay. incredibly. I mean, the vocal is incredible, like really fragile feel about it. But also, I mean, you were saying earlier about that electro deluxe kind of that dubby thing. I mean, that that re- that's really strong in this. That's an interesting track, man. I was just curious to get your kind of thoughts on the process or where that came from. Or man, you knew you knew what you knew what song to ask me about to to make me as emotional as possible. That's for sure. Oh shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> but in a good way. You know what? It's okay. It's okay. It's a, it's because... a very deep track, man. I, so can... tell me more. I I will actually. Um, this was like meant to be one of the more mysterious songs on the album um but since you asked and since it moves you to ask me and it's gonna move me to tell you Mm. um tell me more when you're really in a relationship and you're at the deepest part of the relationship and you actually are sharing things with your partner that you never shared in a way that you're healing yourself Mm. Um, where you are actually using your mate as a therapist in a way, yeah. And that's okay. what that song. That's what that song is about. Like, mm. we're, we've we've gotten to this point and we're this close. And I want you to tell me more, and I'm gonna tell you more, and I'm gonna mm. be able to get this off of my shoulders mm. and almost be as like a therapy session of me being able to say something that I would never trust anybody to be able to say these things and that's it's and it's also uh again as we talk about these things it's something that derived from a personal experience with me but i'm also trying to make it like i'm thinking of the listener also to say okay have you ever been in a relationship so deep that you actually told somebody and it made it to where you could actually heal yourself from that thing that happened to you or whatever so that's what that song is about um and 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 it's that's that 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 song is probably the the like you know the song that that is the most like getting the deepest of 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 Mm. any of the songs on the album it's it goes deep (laughs) sure does man yeah i mean i was listening to it again listening to the album and there's, there's there's several parts in the album leading up to that track where I'm like, oh wow, that bit's really cool and that, that bit's really cool. But when that that track, almost from the start, really kicked in, I was like, there was a definite. I'm trying to think how you how how to explain this now. There's a definite. There's a definite switch, and it's like my attention was there from. It, it, it really sucked me in, man. Really, really cool. I think it's amazing, and that the vocal is. Um, it really gets into you man it really does yeah that 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 vocal um definitely that that vocal and that song i I went through a lot of changes by the way andy like it it went through a very um sure uh long process that's the one that's the one song i would say that i kind of i didn't get stuck on it but it got to the point where i was pushing and pushing and pushing and usually on the songs on here, I'd put, I would get it into a little thing, push, and I'd be done. That one, it took a long time. I didn't get it till the very end, and at the very, very end, I was happy with it. And what it ended up being with that was that I had to strip away 
because like if you listen to the song it starts with all these like really cool parts and it's like very like going like this certain direction mm-hmm. i had to go in the middle and the vocal and the piano just had to like like breathe mm-hmm. and then also so you could hear mm-hmm. it more and it's yeah. also a song that i yeah it's also a song that i really wanted to break out of like the traditional sound of of electro music and i wanted to make it almost like it was like a a a song that's like a composition or or like Mm. you know very a a lot more layers and also more like musical and also Mm. like to people that are into you know certain uh types of music where it's like deep um you know Mm. very vocal music that it's kind of like in that electro song like Mm-mm. in in the middle of it yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it still makes sense yeah. it that, does that was the hard part for it to make for it to make sense yeah yeah and i think that's the track that most made, made me appreciate that you, you you'd come out of the comfort zone as it as it as it were This is Heidi Sabretooth, and you are listening to Base Agenda. Concentrate on the drums like I usually do. 
Mm. So while I was concentrating on the music, now what I did go back and do is I beefed everything up on the backside. I usually beef everything up right from the very beginning when I do an exact track. It's like, I got to have a beat that you can listen to for five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like exact. Like when I when I sit down, mm. my beat and my percussion, I want to be able to. We always used to call it a bonus beat. It could be just like a bonus beat playing for five yeah, minutes. Yeah, That's the, yeah. That's and then I write the music around it, but not this one. Mm. I wrote the, all the music first, and then I went back and I beefed everything up. But there, there's things I did on purpose, Andy. Like mm. some of the songs, um, the drums are not like as predominant as before I, w- I would actually bring it down a little bit as far as like the, it's not so uh, front and then like mm. some of the snares because like the way I looked at it was it was always meant to be an album to have 10 minutes of just like you know like the snare just like like my songs are usually the snares very predominant you know yeah, yeah. but yeah, I yeah. actually had it to where some of the snares I, I didn't go like full blast with it so I, yeah I kind of like tried to find that happy medium where the beat is very uh you know a lot of energy energy with it but it didn't like take the song over yeah i get you and i guess some of the building up that goes on in these tracks is a, is a bit more subtle than, do you know what i mean it's like with your yes. some of the, the club stuff you've got like a real fucking gear change whereas this is a yeah. little bit more um yeah more gentle in a way i suppose you say it's all about me
myself as vulnerable as humanly possible on this album in the sense that I basically took everything that was going on in my life at different times and, and things that I felt from the past and stuff like that and I just put it out put it all on the line and the and the and the, and the reason for that Andy is because I want to make that connection with people I want to make that connection with people and say hey have you ever felt like this okay mm. well I feel like this Mm. or and, and good and bad like yeah. have yeah, you yeah. ever felt you know like like this about electro music and mm. break dance mm. and pop and lock and you know that you know things like that mm. and then there was situations where yeah sometimes it's it's uh you're going through something hard and you want to um basically mm. but but at the end to to me it's like all in a positive it's all positive at the end that's what i try to make the music like uplifting and yeah. there's moments where it goes deep and stuff like that but to me i try to i try to make this album like as a, as a positive thing mm. to people that's saying even if you have gone through this dark thing you you're gonna make it at the end you're gonna you're gonna get through the other side and everything's gonna be good that's the, the music part of that i'm trying to i'm trying to like convey that no, you've done it, man. For me, anyway, I I, I can definitely see that. I, I, I can feel it as as I listen. Um, yeah, yeah, that's really cool. The only thing I think that uh, that I didn't I didn't pick up on it, uh, and this may just be down to my own dysfunctional personality, but uh, there's no, I didn't get any sense of kind of much anger in there. Yeah. No. Which was, in, which was interesting, considering some of the subject matter. I was, in, I was in, that was interesting, man. Was that a conscious thing or just? Yeah, I mean, listen, um, I don't want to get into it too much because I don't want to give it away. Sure. Um, but in my personal situation that a lot of this is kind of derived from, mm. I handled the personal situation the same way. Mm. I, I I didn't, I didn't um, you know, those things from like a lot of times with love, you kind of like have the, these moments where all the good things turn into the opposite you know and there's 
you know, uh, yeah. like uh, anger towards towards the other person or bitterness and stuff like that. And I just didn't mm. I didn't do that. I didn't I didn't mm. uh, I didn't let those emotions take control of me. So you're right. A hundred percent. None of this is meant to be thrown in anybody's face or anything like that. And, and there's and there's even songs that where sure. I'm actually giving the other side of the story too. like maybe I am maybe the, maybe some of these things are right about me you know <laughs> mm, yeah yeah no i get i get that actually yeah yeah no it's very honest man i respect i respect that that can't have been easy how do you feel about it from a i mean one of the one of the one of the difficult things i think when i speak to people like yourself or anthony roter or you know people who've who really made a massive impact in the early days and have continued is that people pigeonhole you and when they hear your name they think of certain tracks and certain you know certain things and obviously this this is you know you talk about making yourself vulnerable while you make the music but how do you did you feel you were taking a risk on on the sort of on the almost on the commercial front yeah 100 you must i would done. be i could lie to you right now and say no <laughs> and i know you were lying though. <laughs> but but um at the same time um mm. i feel i've been doing mu electro music for 25 years yeah. so i've just dated myself but it's the truth mm. um i feel like i've given uh you know myself to the music mm -hmm. and if i gain new fans because i've done music that's a little bit more broad and if i keep the fans from that or if i lose fans from that i always look at it like this I, i'm one of the people that embraces my old music like I don't ever if if somebody says they like one of my old tracks i don't ever say well i don't i think it's crap because i made it a thousand years ago no. i don't ever look at it if somebody says that they like one of my old tracks i i i'm with them i'm i'm a, yeah. i'm like okay cool I'm, I'm encouraging that i'm not saying like oh that was mixed down like crap or something i mean maybe after a couple drinks at after is i'll i'll say something like that or whatever but for the <laughs> most part if i meet somebody and they they're touched by my music i accept that and i and i embrace that yeah. um and i also have it to where i'm gonna embrace whatever happens from this i am uh you know looking at this as to me uh, and i've always done this when some people say i like your older stuff sometimes i get like defensive and say well this is my older stuff but i really do look at this as like i would even say that this music is closer to my original music as the drug and clarity and all that stuff than some of the stuff in the middle that i made honestly because the connection is the vulnerability of it and also the fun and mm. the not having a care about well i mean on the outside I'm doing things without the worry that somebody's going to judge what I'm doing because that's how I started because yeah. I didn't, I, you know what I mean? I didn't have it. I didn't mm. have any kind of like constrainments on me because no one knew who I was and nobody had heard my music and I was mm. just making music and having fun. Well, yeah. here we are. Yeah. The same exact thing, having fun. And if you're a person mm. that likes freestyle music and likes electro bass, and likes German electro that's deep, you know, then mm. maybe you'll find something in this. Um, I'm confident that there's enough meat on the bones for an old exact fan that if you listen to this and give it a chance, you'll enjoy yeah. it. 
And if yeah. not, if you just like my old stuff, that's cool too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I get you, man. I would hope so. I would hope. I don't. I don't think you. You know, you've not gone so far. You know, it's not like you've just come out with a psychedelic rock album or anything. You know, it, you, you're still in. You're still in the same. <laughs> you're still in like the same world, with, man. Like an album without one beat on it or whatever. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know, fucking fifteen flute tracks or something like. <laughs> you know, you're not. You've not. You're not. It's not a complete departure. So I would hope people would would be would be uh, patient and respectful enough with it, man. I was dude, just by, gonna... the, by the way, by the Go way, on. real quick, dude. This this interview has been. Uh, I'm having a great time, dude. This is you've had some great questions, and and I I can cool. tell you like definitely fucking listen to this album, dude. And I I, I really appreciate that. This is exactly like w- the kind of thing that I was like hoping for, not oh, to, cool. to not be asked like the you know softball questions and stuff like that. No, cool, man. No, thanks for that. Yeah, I mean, I try. <sighs> I don't see the point in doing this if you're not going to listen to the music. And I've spoken yeah. to people. <laughs> I always remember. I mean, it sounds fucking obvious, really. But I remember I interviewed. What did I interview? It was adult, you know, for the Detroit guys. Um, okay. Love them. Love them. Uh, yeah, man. One of my favorites. And I was interviewing them. And they and they said halfway through the interview, they said, do you, you wouldn't believe how many people speak to us who clearly have no idea who we are, <laughs> what, the, what the music's actually about or what it's like. I was just like, fuck it, that's an insult, man. So yeah, no, I, I generally try and get, I try and at least hear hear things at least once. But with it, with the album, man, I, I, I've it's uh, it's been on repeat. Um, it's really cool. But the, I, the appreciate, question, I appreciate I appreciate that you're open minded about the electro music too. Real quick, I I, I really oh, yeah. appreciate about that about you. I get bored quite easily, uh, and the idea of putting together a show every month where i interview somebody who makes 135 bpm bangers and that you know every single episode that just drives me yeah. up. i couldn't i couldn't do it for as long as i've done it man it drives all right me cool day. man i'm glad i'm glad i was able to uh give you a little variety so um so yeah man I, and, and, and and this when you contacted me a little while back now saying about the album and you said it was a departure i was like well, that that was the bit that actually got my attention good um you know because we've we've done the your, your early influences yeah, and all that yeah, on yeah. episodes so yeah. so yeah man it's um no it's a real pleasure man I'm, I'm i'm enjoying it enjoying it too um yeah the question i i, I skipped earlier which, which is probably worth going back to was about again going back to vocals because i i'm curious as to how that fits it do you start with a vocal and then build a track around it is it is it kind of an add-on at the end or how does it where in the mix does it come as far as the process of putting a track together for you maybe it's different for i would track. say yeah for this album um definitely start it with like the vocals like uh for most tracks right and then i built the and then i built the the um the songs around that because mm. um right you know uh since i do have so many different uh sources of the vocals mm. um that when i was uh you know collecting the the different um uh artists that i was going to work with and 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 different websites Mm. um i definitely like nothing wrong was like i i I did the vocal and then built everything around it Mm. tell me more was the same thing um that was that was a, that was something that it was like kind of already there as far as like 
the song uh and then i just like kind of built everything around it mm-hmm. um and then the song that you said that you liked um don't know how oh. to forget that uh, was totally yeah. Yeah. that that song was totally it was the other way around i kind of like was making the 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 song and then we built a vocal around it mm. um okay the 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 vocals where it's me um again that was like uh building the beat getting the melody and then and then kind of vibe into it mm. so yeah a lot of a lot of different ways of doing it but i would say like the mm. vocals were definitely the uh for, in the forefront and everything was worked around that to build the vibe to match the the vocals from Detroit. This is Adult. And you are listening to Base Agenda.
how did this is a question I, I what well, this is something that always fascinates me regardless of with what kind of music it is almost but how do you know when when something's finished <laughs> do you know what I mean how do you know when you say right okay I'm gonna step away from that now that that's as good as I can get it that that's a that's a rap kind of thing yeah so so when I started when I started producing again uh like full-time 2017 something like that mm-hmm. um yeah the thing that I the thing that I've like really uh gotten to where uh when I'm producing music <clears throat> a lot of times that first initial creation part like when you're first doing the track mm. like I pretty much know which direction I'm going and and where I want it to go like from mm. the very beginning mm. um and sometimes those things will morph but I'm very decisive of like okay if the sound is in the song the mm. sound is supposed to be there um Okay. Yeah. And some songs will take uh like like a, like a process of doing it like two or three more times. But I man, I really do not spend that much time on music anymore as far as like one track like I mm. used to. Right. Um, right. It's a matter of knowing that everything that I have there is supposed to be there, and then it making sense, mm. and also having to me something that interests me enough that like by the end of making the song i'm still like enjoying my own music and not making it be tedious and i think that breaks down to not trying to make music for the listener but you're making music for yourself so if you're making music for yourself and you're able to you know make yourself uh enjoy it you know and then you keep the art artistic part in the song I mean, then, then, then you can kind of like it's like a uh, painting, a painting. You know, once you kind of like get there, you can edit a couple things, but you can't, you can't erase the whole right part of the painting. No. You know, okay. so now it's like it's a it's a natural fluid thing. Like if I'm going mm. from this part and then I'm drawing this and painting this, that okay. Mm. And you know what? Maybe this part of the painting is not the best or whatever, but it it, it it's a part of it, and, it, and I'm gonna go with it. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna. Mm work with that and that, another thing about that is too like I'll, I'll abandon something like if it's not working to me and i kind of like the idea one second and then the next second i don't then there's times though where i will push that i know something is legit and i'm pushing and i'll push for hours like mm. sometimes when people collaborate with me they're just sitting there like dude what are you doing I've been, I've been listening to this for five hours <laughs> like i'm trying to get that thing you know just the, the, that's where the exact comes from i'm like i'm trying to get that one part yeah, yeah. and what's there i just got to like shine it up a little bit yeah yeah so a lot of it sounds like it's kind of an in- instinct uh, i guess yeah, um, yeah 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 that's yeah. the one thing i've trained myself of doing mm-hmm. this for such a long time sure. i've trained myself to trust my instincts yeah. I, I think that's a great thing that you just said that's that you hit the nail on the head right there
looking at it from a point of view of the gear and the software or whatever that you work with, did you did you bring um, a, a few more toys into the, into the room for this one? Some new stuff, some different stuff. Um, yeah, I did. I did actually uh, make some parts in other people's studios. Um, mm. Holographic. Uh, that's on my label. That used mm. to be uh, Ghost in the Machine. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. got a crazy studio, uh, which we're going to be broadcasting from this coming Wednesday. Um, mm-hmm. But he's got a crazy studio, and, and I sampled some of his stuff. Um, I did actually have uh, some synthesizers and stuff that I brought into the fray. Uh, one of the things that was kind of important to me when mm-hmm. I first started the uh, Umbrella Project uh, that that Love Hurts has derived from, which I said before is Evolve, mm-hmm. uh, Evolved with a D, um, I actually brought in uh, Virus uh, Indigo, which is a... Uh, uh, in the lineage of the Virus KB, which Virus KB uh, was originally all the sounds that you hear from Music is the Drug and Sleeping with the Enemy and, and Subsonic Bass and all that stuff wow. comes from the Virus. Uh, so I actually got the Indigo to kind of like get that same like sound and, mm. and it does appear on here. But at the end, um, this was a, a lot of experimentation and the sources were from many different things and then they all just came together and, and just started mm-hmm. to work together really nicely yeah. um but yeah it's 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 a mixture of of uh sample sources and also from some synthesizers from different um cool. aspects and then like of course i said the one song that it'll be revealed at some point the uh the final song Mm. It wasn't made uh, in a full studio in in Barcelona, Spain. <laughs> cool. That, that cool. was like uh, all analog gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Including the vocoder is actually. I keep the, thinking. One hint. The name Dark Vector keeps coming to mind, but I don't know whether that's. <laughs> you won't be in Dark Vector. Uh, Ivan is <laughs> awesome. Awesome guy. Mm. Um, I've known Ivan from Electro Alliance. From uh, 2000 or something like that, and yeah. um, love his music, Sweet and uh, met him at Ombra Festival in Barcelona, which is like one of the most incredible. They had uh, Umvelt, uh, Exaltics, mm-hmm. um, Computers, or uh, what is it, Electro City? What's the guys? Uh, anyways, um, Dark Vector played live. Uh, it was a crazy party, and they mm-hmm. support Electro to the highest level. And yeah, finally met Ivan for the first time in person after knowing him for 25 years, and he couldn't—he could not be any of a cooler guy. Yeah, yeah. Nice, man. Took yeah. care of me. Always made sure he was always uh, messaging me, "Are you okay? You need anything? Come over here, and meet these people. Let's have some drinks." Like, um, nice man. Perfect. Kind of like when I left, met the the uh, base agenda squad uh, for Whip It in Amsterdam. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I wish I hadn't. I wish I hadn't missed that one. Unfortunately, yeah. I uh, I was <laughs> in a bit of a situation myself then. Going through your own love hurts uh, oh, album. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Do you know what? I, and I, I I think that's probably why some of this this album speaks to me. Because I actually the... thought about that, man. I, when I first sent you the album, uh, oh yeah, I was gonna say like something about that i actually thought about that when i sent it to you oh wow that's interesting man yeah no it's it's genuinely it it, 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 i think you have to 
I mean, I think you, you have to have experienced certain things to fully appreciate the music that draws on life experience and pain and, and, and positive emotion. You know, you need that. I think you, the older and wiser thing you said earlier really kind of hits home for me. I, I, I think you can, uh, you, can, you can really appreciate that on this. Looking down the line a bit further, are we going to be seeing any, any remixes or anything like that? Or are you going to keep this completely, you know, its own thing or what? Uh, for now, I don't have any plans for that. Actually, um, I'm working on my next album already, Emerge. Yeah. So uh, this is this is uh, this is submitted. Um, mm. Side note: uh, This is an interesting development that's happened uh, ever since uh, for the last few years. Um, mm. I actually did all the artwork for the album. So in in the the USB, there's two USBs. There's a CD. Um, there's vinyl records and a digital, all the artwork for all the different, uh, different formats are all different. Mm. Each piece, each piece is a, is a different piece than the other, which is a, I've seen a couple of variations, probably a huge marketing mistake. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I always, I always think of, uh, they weren't different covers but run dmc raising hell when it came out they had like four different color schemes and i bought all the different color schemes and i always thought it was really cool yeah Um, yeah yeah this is not like that but 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 basically um the artwork uh has like a certain uh feel or vibe to it and it's telling a story the Mm. artwork so i wanted to tell a story with the different pieces from the different um formats mm. so um okay i've had i've really enjoyed uh doing the artwork to this too um mm. to the point that like in the past i've had some amazing artists that i've worked with with monotone and exact mm. yeah sometimes they nail it and sometimes they don't sometimes i have like an idea in my head mm. um with this i feel like like i'm really uh you know painting a picture with yeah. the artwork co- uh, so now I'm uh, now I'm moving on to the artwork process of it, finalizing mm-hmm. everything. But yeah, yeah musically, um, I'm working on uh, Emerge. Yeah, sure. Which is the yeah. other exact album that is like, I would say, eighty percent done. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I know you messaged me the other day, say so you were on the home straight kind of thing. What? Well, um, so I mean, obviously we don't want to jump too far ahead, but I mean, it, it, as far as Emerge is concerned, is that? Is that going to be a different vibe to this? Yes. Presumably it is. Otherwise, you wouldn't have split it up. <laughs> yes. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, Emerge is like, uh, I would say it's a tribute to electro music. Okay. Uh, in the sense that it doesn't sound traditional, um, but mm. all the songs are very electro. Like, from my, from my, what my standpoint of what electro music is, as far as like, the content of of the lyrics um okay. you know and and also like the mentality of like uh, i'm a i'm a firm believer um in uh that electro music needs to grow and elo- electro music needs to uh like you know take take a step mm. i love old mm. school sounding electro music um, but for me personally, as a producer, I feel like I need to uh, push the boundaries as, as much as possible, but not have it to where it's like outside of the realm of what electro music really is. So yeah. the next yeah. album is definitely 
way different than 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 this one it, the yeah. sound of it and, and it's just to me if you love electro music you're gonna love this album you mentioned lyrics again there so again again some vocal type stuff going on there too yeah but but we're we're, we're kind of like going into the like you know the sci-fi uh okay. artificial intelligence but also right, very right. Per, like also very human uh things and also sounds and and and, mm-hmm. and uh things that aren't usually in the music i'm i'm definitely experimenting with mm. with it but it, but everything has that you know the the exact sound in it <laughs> This is the last track of the album Love Hurts by Exact. Track called Erase the Pain. Seriously good album. It really is one of those projects where you've got to listen to it from start to finish uninterrupted. And I highly recommend you guys go and get yourselves a copy. When it comes out, it's going to be available on CD, USB and on vinyl. And the artwork and general presentation of the thing is on an equal par with the quality of the music as well. Best way to keep an eye on what Larry's up to is to head over to his link tree which is linktr.ee slash exact that's exact spelt e-x-z-a-k-t just about everything you need to find on there past present and future stuff love and thanks out to Larry all the best for the album mate got a feeling you won't have any problems shifting a few of them gonna let this track ride out and then we're gonna get into that guest mix from DJ Tiger San Francisco, really cool mix, really cool guy. Recommend you check out his SoundCloud page after you've heard this one. SoundCloud.com slash DJ Tiger, which is T-Y-G-R-E. Every mix he does has a theme or a story attached to it. Some real nice, clever stuff there. Great tunes, great selections, and very nicely put together as well. That's coming up. Erase the pain.
is Anthony Rolter and you are listening to Base Agenda.
Detroit's filthiest, and you're listening to the number one underground bass agenda. Pattern, orange pattern, orange pattern, orange pattern, orange pattern, orange pattern. 
from DJ Tiger love and thanks out to him for putting that together for us love and thanks out again to Exact for giving us an early look at his fantastic new album coming out soon Love Hurts as always the show will be up on Patreon over the weekend exclusive early access for people supporting Bass Agenda on there it'll be up on SoundCloud at some point next week as well you can also find Bass Agenda on Spotify and Amazon Music now which it wasn't before I'll be back next month with a new show for you but don't forget Second episode of the new podcast from Bass Agenda called Space Lab, presented by Billy Proctor and Bass Junkie. Two weeks' time, fantastic interview and a ton of great music with the Egyptian lover. Something to look forward to. Keep an eye on the socials for news on that one. In the meantime, have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Yeah.